If you're going to ride a high-speed train, the first thing you need to do is you need to be able to, you know, buy the ticket. And um, if you could, someone can help you buy it online, you might be able to buy it online. If not, you need to go to the station to be able to get the ticket. The other thing you need to understand is that these trains fill up. The, every train that we were on was basically full. Hi, this is Anita from the Dusty Roads podcast. You know, as the world gets over COVID and more places they, they're opening up, one of the last places that's been closed finally opened up, and that was China. I recently had the chance to go into China, and it was the first time I've been into China in three years. A lot of people were really like, well, how is it going to be going into China? Is it going to be much different? Are you going to have all these COVID restrictions? And actually, to tell the truth, I found it to be pretty normal compared to what it was three years ago. And I spent quite a bit of time going on high-speed trains. In fact, I went on a high-speed train from Hong Kong to where my office is in China. Normally, that ride would have taken me maybe five hours. They recently built a high-speed train, and the train station had been closed for quite a few years due to COVID, and they opened it back up. And now it takes under two hours. And those trains are going about 307 or 309 kilometers per hour, which in the, um, those that are American, that could be like 190 plus miles per hour. So the trains are actually going really fast. You might ask, well, you know, do you feel like you're going that fast? No, absolutely not. It feels so smooth and it feels like you're not going that fast. You can stand up, you know, you go to the toilet, you can, um, you know, you sit in your seat. It's, it's really not a problem at all. In fact, it's a very easy and smooth ride. I spent actually three days on my trip in China traveling on high-speed trains. We went to the central part of China, came back from the central part of China, and then I went on a high-speed train to go back again to Hong Kong. And I have to say, like spending all that time on the high-speed trains, I am a fan of the Chinese high-speed trains. And let me tell you some of the reasons why I'm such a fan of the Chinese high-speed trains. First of all, they are extremely efficient. You know, you don't have to go like two hours ahead of time to the high-speed train like you would to go to the airport. In fact, you know, most people go there maybe 15, 20 minutes ahead of time because they're not even going to let you on the train or let you on the track until it's about five minutes before your train is arriving. So, you know, they don't want a lot of people sitting there hanging out in the, the so-called lobby, and you don't want to hang out in the lobby anyways. You know, you, you basically, you go in and you, um, you, ha you have to have your ticket pre-purchased and you will need to purchase your ticket with your passport if you are a foreigner. If you're Chinese and you have an ID card, you can purchase it with your ID card. So you can, you have to have your ticket purchased and essentially you are using your passport as your ticket. Yes, you have a paper ticket, but you're using your passport as the ticket itself. So in other words, there's a machine that you have when you go onto the train, you put your passport down on it, I read your passport and let you on to the train. And then from there, you get onto the track that you need to get on. Now, if you get on the wrong track or the wrong train, then it is a problem. In fact, on one of the trains we were on, this woman started screaming and I said, what's wrong? And then uh, my staff said to me, oh, she got on the wrong train. 
And so she was crying down the aisle, tears down, you know, so dramatic. And she had discovered that she had gotten on the train and was going completely the wrong way. So when you go on the trains, you have to be careful that you really have to know what track you're going on, where you're going. And it can be a little bit confusing in China because they will have, you know, they will have the track and it can be kind of hard to sort of find like, where's your car? Because there'll be different numbers that go by different colors and you have to, the colors are all in Chinese. So if you don't read Chinese, you might have to ask someone to help you. And then you have to follow those colors. What I did is I sort of asked some people and said, hey, point me in the direction, let me know. And then you could figure out exactly which where you needed to stand for your car. And this is kind of a bit important when you get on the train because you want to make sure you get onto the right car. Otherwise, you're going to have to walk through the entire train to get onto the car or where you need to go. And if you have luggage and other things, it's not really pleasant to be walking through an entire train with other people and luggage and other things going on while the train is moving. But you know, overall for me, I found the experience to be really quite efficient and quite an easy thing to do and an easy way to travel. Because first of all, you don't have the two hours before at the airport. You're not going through security exactly like an airport. Yes, you go through some security, but it's not the same type of intense security. And you essentially get on the track just a few minutes before the train arrives. You line up, you get on the train, you find your seat, you sit down until you basically arrive at your destination. If you're going to ride a high-speed train, the first thing you need to do is you need to be able to, you know, buy the ticket. And um, if you could, someone can help you buy it online, you might be able to buy it online. If not, you need to go to the station to be able to get the ticket. The other thing you need to understand is that these trains fill up. The, every train that we were on was basically full. So, you know, the chances are that if you want to go to the station and buy a ticket, especially on a Friday or a Saturday or a Sunday when a lot of people might be taking the train and then you said, I'm just going to buy a ticket and I want to get a good seat, you may not be able to find it. Or you might have to buy a more expensive ticket because of the fact that you can't get the ticket that you need. Every single seat pretty much on every leg of the trains that we took was full. Because there are tons of people taking the high-speed trains just because they are so efficient and so effective and such an easy way to be able to travel throughout China. The other reason why I'm a fan of the high-speed trains is you know, the seats are actually pretty comfortable. You know, we were in the economy and I was also in some part in the first class. Of course, the first class seats are, are better if you can afford it. You'll get the first class seats. It's just a, it's just a completely better seat. Um, you know, but if not, you know, get a, get a different class seat. That's okay too. Those all work out. You know, the trains are, you know, smooth. You're able to actually do quite a bit of work on them. I actually found them to be a lot more comfortable than, you know, some of the other, like, you know, some of the airplanes I've been on, for example, in the United States. The other thing you need to remember, you know, on these high-speed trains is you don't want to have a lot of luggage because, you know, you basically have to carry all your luggage. You're going to be going up and down escalators. You're going to be dragging luggage through. There's nowhere for you to check the luggage on. So, you know, the high-speed trains work well if you just have like a small bag. Um, you don't have a whole lot of luggage that you're trying to carry onto the train itself. And though that really is the way to be able to travel on these high-speed trains. 
I am a real fan of these, and I wish America and other countries would do more high-speed trains like this that are going at these fast speeds. I know I've said to many people, if I could go from four hours from Chicago to, say, New York City, that would be the way that I would travel. It would just be my preferred way to travel. And spending, and, you know, instead of spending hours at the airport, and then you're not sure if the plane's going to take off, I would rather be on one of these high-speed trains. But still, with even within China itself, like if somebody's going to go from like wait, um, for let's say from Guangzhou to Beijing, most people won't take the train because the trains really it would be much quicker to fly. So for some of these, you know, shorter distances, these really is a great way to travel. If you'd like to, I have a blog. I know I've done a podcast about this before because I am a great fan of these uh, trains, but I have a, a blog about seven tips to travel by China's high-speed train. And if you get a chance to go, you know, to be in China, to travel in China as China's now reopened again, don't be afraid of going on these high-speed trains. It is quite an adventure. The uh, high-speed train stations are quite nice, and there's some wonderful trains that go from Hong Kong directly into China. In fact, you can very easily go from the Hong Kong subway to the China high-speed train station to um, you know to the airport express station in Hong Kong, and you can basically walk all of those if you want to, and it's a very easy and convenient way to travel. This is Anita from the Dusty Roads podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast, and if you get a chance to check out, go have an adventure on China's high-speed trains. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. And thank you to Rico for help making these podcasts possible by helping me do all the technical work.